is podcasting right for you? Well, obviously, I am totally biased, so I'm going to share why I love it. But I actually, I don't necessarily think that it is for everybody. I, so don't worry, I'm not going to try and, you know, change your mind. What I'm going to do is share why I love it. And you will know when you listen, when you listen, whether these reasons apply to you and whether it's right for you. So let's get into it. Hello, I'm Olivia D'Souza. I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I'm a content and podcast expert. I support visionary entrepreneurs and leaders passionate about living with purpose. Join me as we explore podcasting, life, business, and authenticity. Subscribe for meaningful conversations with a business buddy who gets what it's like. Welcome to Magnetic Pod. I'm stepping in the next level me. So one of the things I like about podcasting is that you don't need to do it as often as some other types of content creation. So I feel like a lot of people are scared about doing podcasts, I guess, because of the tech or whatever, but, you know, you can outsource that. But really doing one podcast a week is considered quite a lot (laughs) Uh, and it's actually it's ideal to do one a week, but, you know, people build successful podcasts just doing one a fortnight. I even know some some people doing it one once a month if it's for your business and you want fast growth. Probably wouldn't do, probably would recommend doing faster if possible, but something's better than nothing. But the thing is, any of these are less than what you do on social media. On social media, you have to post every day and often multiple times a day. So, to me, podcasting is actually easier and less work, even though a lot of people seem to think otherwise. Uh, the other thing I like about podcasting is that you can be more unstructured. So you can put the microphone on, jot down some points and just go for it. And I like the fact that I can meander a bit and go off and on a tangent. And I think that works and it's fine. Not necessarily everyone is going to love your content doing it that way, but your people, the people that you are here for, uh, that you are suited to will. And it's the one platform where you can meander and go off on tangents and it can actually be enjoyable as a listener. Whereas I think when you are doing something that's more video based, and of course, podcasting can be video now and you can tackle it both ways. But one thing I love about it is if you are just listening to it, as a video, it's quite enjoyable to put your headphones on and listen to someone go off on their tangents and all that sort of thing. Whereas I find personally, and I'd be interested to know what you think, you can let me know on the comments, like if you're listening on on the YouTube version of this, uh, or if you want to message me, what's your feeling? I want <laughs> I can hear loud a loud motorbike or something, so I'm not sure if that's going to come through on the audio. Uh, but I find when I'm watching a video, I tend to have less patience and I tend to want to listen to it more on double speed, even though you can do that on podcasts, but I tend to want them to hurry up and get to the point more, whereas I can actually just enjoy listening to someone meander off and go off on tangents and that sort of thing in the audio format. Is that just me? What do you think? The other reason I like it is that it is cornerstone content. So it's one thing you can do that can actually tick off the boxes for everything else. Uh, so you can create the podcast and I use the podcast and it's my main focus and the podcast feeds 
my other platform. So I have a presence there, but my focus and my energy is in the podcast. So I can create the podcast. It can be, I can grab a video from that. So uh, people get to see my face and my personality and I can still appear on, on Instagram and, and TikTok and YouTube shorts or wherever and I, wherever else people may be. And they can still find me there, but I can do the one activity. And so I like it be for that reason, that it's very efficient and that it ticks off lots of boxes, not just the podcast box. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. You know, you can write blogs on it. You can use it to create your emails and basically be a rich source of information on, on what you stand for that can feed every other platform that you want, that you want to feed. And you can outsource and not have to do it all yourself. You can have brain dumped in, in podcast form, what you stand for, what your message is. And then you can outsource or use AI or whatever to, to, to pull all the things that you said into content for other places. The other reason I like it is that it's a great platform for networking. It's not the only platform for networking, but it is great. It gives you a platform to invite someone onto your podcast and to work out reciprocal podcast uh, arrangements, and that's something that I want to focus on this year for myself. And... Yeah, it's certainly a lot easier to get podcast gigs when you can say, and you can come on mine as well. Reciprocity is something that I really deeply believe in. Uh, If you want to be able to use someone else's podcast platform, provide value in as many different ways as you can, including, of course, having interesting, great content and being entertaining and all of those things on someone else's platform, but also you're, you're getting in front of someone else's audience can you do the same for them the other reason i like podcasts is that you can go deep you don't have to try to be super quick you don't have to create sound bites uh you can pull sound bites out of your podcast but you don't have to try and get it down to 90 seconds or whatever uh so uh that's another reason i like it what else i did jot down some things so i wouldn't forget Uh, The other thing is that you can feel a bit more safe when you're sharing. So if you put yourself out there, no matter where it is, you may find some sort of uh, backlash from people that don't like your message or misinterpret or, you know, just are on the other side of politics or your ideas or or just, you know, people can take offence all the time. Uh, In a podcast format, at least you're not going to get keyboard warriors. The only place that you might is (laughs) in the YouTube because now we can push it out to YouTube, which is you could always do it, but it was harder work. Now YouTube accepts an RSS feed, so you can just have your podcast quietly going over there with no extra work, So apart from the initial, initial setup. So that's one place where they can comment, but generally they can't just comment and rant and give you a hard time so you are insulated a a bit from from that fear that some people have by because it can be a bit scary putting yourself out there and and you're out there to find your people but along the way (laughs) you may find people who just don't like you and want to say all those things but podcasting is easier in that regard the other reason i like it is seo it's uh it's you know, you can SEO optimize your podcast and also that it can be found in all different platforms. It helps you be found everywhere and it's 
evergreen. And especially now with YouTube, YouTube being the biggest search engine or one of the biggest search engines in the world, and now that you can just push out your podcast to there, then all of your efforts are going to a super big search engine. So SEO, also, you know, lots of other ways. You can put it on your website and as a blog, and that's also that's also another way that SEO can, you know, you can piggyback the SEO benefits of podcasting on that way. And I just think it's great for people who have a big message, people who are a bit different, unique, people who might feel like a bit of a misfit, people who don't want to dance, <laughs> do dancing and TikTok reels and things like that. It's funny, I can't move on the dancing, but I'm not ruling out that I would because there is that part of me. I, I used to, I haven't done anything show busy for a while, but I... I have that side of me, like I'm a singer and I entertainer and and I don't get much outlet for that. And I find it curious that when I think of dancing on TikTok, so like <laughs> I find it feels like hard work because the idea of doing it all the time and learning a dance routine, it feels like work, which is a bit of a shame in a way, because I used to be a dance fitness instructor and uh and I used to sing and get people up and dancing. So I definitely love dancing, but now with so little time and kids and competing commitments that the idea of learning a routine <laughs> feels like work that's kind of a shame so you know i'm not rolling out dancing tiktoks that might happen at some point okay so those are the reasons that i really love podcasting and um but I think it's got to be something that you, you want to do. But I, I think if the reason you don't want to do it is because you think it's scary and too hard and it's going to be difficult, then I think that's a shame because if it's if there's anything in your life in any area that you want to do and the reason you don't do it is because it seems scary, that's a thing that you can regret and you never get to find out the benefit of and you find out by doing and you can outsource and it doesn't have to be hard. So, you know... Hello, I'm here. If you need some help, uh, you can reach out to me. All my contact details are in the show notes. And yeah, I can definitely help make it an easy. And the other thing I do is, you know, for my clients is I don't just organize the producing and the podcasting and all of that stuff, but I stay with them as, a, as someone that they can talk to and bounce ideas off and get feedback from. So if you need someone in your corner and you're scared to go for it, then do reach out. Okay, that's it for me for this episode. Let me know if there's anything else you want to know, any questions, anything else you'd like me to talk about, and I will see you in the next one. Oh, P.S., please rate, rate, review, subscribe, share, all those things. I would love that, and I would give you lots and lots of good vibes and love if you did that. <laughs> I think I just heard an email go, oops, I should, I... <laughs> I broke one of my own rules and I left my email open. So I'm going to close that uh, so that it doesn't record in my next podcast episode. Okay, enough. See you. Bye-bye.
Hello, it's Libby here. Have you ever wondered about what the key elements are that make a podcast truly stand out? Or maybe you're thinking about starting your own special podcast and feel a bit overwhelmed and don't know where to start. Well, I have something for you. Introducing the ultimate podcast checklist. Da, 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 da. It's a step-by-step guide that covers everything from the initial brainstorming to advanced growth strategies. It's the perfect companion for both new and seasoned podcasters. And the best part, it's absolutely free. Da, 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 da. <laughs> to grab your coffee, simply head to the show notes of this episode and you will find a direct link there and then away you go. Remember, every podcast started with that initial spark and the right resource. So let the ultimate podcasting checklist be yours.